<clears throat> okay. Um, right. Audio interview. Podcast host. Take eight. <clears throat> Hi there. This is uh, Dougal. Interviewing for a uh, um, spot in the BBC Sounds podcast hosting repertoire. Um, would uh, thank you so much for considering me. And okay, uh, gonna go through some of the generic questions that you sent, and then maybe do a little bit. So, bit about me. Um, and my, uh, I'm um. 28, I think, um, from Aberdeen originally. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I grew up, had an easy life, um, and then, yeah, came down to Edinburgh, started, started studying creative stuff, and, well, it all just sort of kicked off from there, really, and here we, here, here we are. Uh, shit. Right. Um. So yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh. I'm. A intelligent and independent and indifferent to most things, really, but a little bit different to some things. I don't really. Um. I don't. Uh. I. I don't know what to. Uh. Yeah. What to. What to. Say. Say. Other than that. Um, yeah, that's fine. So, oh, um, I suppose I, I'm a writer, uh, and I could use that skill on, on your podcasts, um, write little skits. I've written many for my other podcasts. Um, so yeah, um, three, th just over three years ago, I started Tune About. Uh, solo at first uh, I wanted it to be a solo venture just me um, sorry um, and with this solo venture I thought I'd uh, I had because the, the, the tune of it starts from being a, it's a um, it was a game that me and my family used to play where we would play tune about. Now, tune is uh, the, the what, we, what we call a tune. Like, I'm, I'm sure you do too. Uh, but in case you don't, it's like a, a piece of music and about, you know, it's like turnabout, but tune about, which is the pun on turnabout. And then we called it tune up. Well, no, we I called it tune about because um, that's how we'd say it, more in like a Scots dialect, and it works really well. Then we got the artwork, which of course I do all the artwork for the for the podcast. Um, I say we, I got that, but then during the first recording, speaking about music, I, um, I, um, I, I tried to do it myself and it didn't didn't work i needed to have someone else to back across or to disagree with me so i invited um two struggling creatives that i knew jim and jim and liam on board which which has had its perks and over the three years i think we've come on well they've certainly come on leaps and bounds i've always thought that i'm, I'm i've always had just a natural quality for podcasting you know 
which is yeah really it's 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 set me in good stead for for this and for coming and hopefully um jump jumping ship if you will i've got nothing against tuna boot and i love my listeners um you know all the booties as we call them we've got a name for our listeners because we're, we're the shit uh i'm the shit they're they're okay <laughs> but i do like our listeners i think they're fun they get in touch um but I just need something to bite my teeth into a little more. Because that brings me on to your next sort of prepper. Why do I want to work for you? I think my my name has something there. Something quite tangible now. And I think I can really push on within a, a um, BBC Sounds sort of stratosphere. And I think there's so much that I, I could do. Uh, so much I could do to build... You know, like, say, for instance, you wanted, like, obviously, I'd like to do my own podcast, and I'll get on to that in a second, what I think that could be, but, like, I have a vast knowledge and skills if you've got someone who needs to do little segments during, like, the Fringe or for theatre, that's my bloody wheelhouse. Uh, if you wanted someone, oh, I don't know, talk about sports, oh, the sports guys are ill, or they're... They're standing down in solidarity with Gary Lineker again. I don't care about Gary Lineker. I'm going to just... I'll go on. I'll keep match of the day going, you know? I'll jump on screen as well. I don't mind, you know? If you need me, you need me. Let me tell you, I have a, I have a face for a screen. Um, so, yeah, I think that I think is a wonderful opportunity. And I think I've got so much to, to give um, to your organisation, you know? Um, you know, and I think I love the roots that you're based in. I love no advertising. You don't need that. You're subsidised by the taxpayer. Um, owned by the Queen. Well, no, King. Owned by the King. Like, note to self, cut. Or person listening, cut that from your brain. Owned by the King, which is lovely. Uh, I met him recently, and that was that. He drove past me, and I'm... I'm I'm sure I heard him say hi, Dougal, which, you know, was a big, uh, this close to an OBE, I think. And I would I would turn it down, but only out of solidarity for uh, some someone else, John Lennon, maybe. Who knows? So thanks uh, for, for the offer, King, for the OBE. I think I'm getting off topic uh, here, which is what, like, what brings me to the next point about why do I want to leave Tuna Boot. Uh, and I don't, I wouldn't quantify it as, wanting to leave i'd quantify it as i need to get out of there because we've just been doing solo episodes and i've found that i really start to hit my niche in these solo episodes and build on something something that when we started the podcast and i tried to do it solo with all my ideas uh, i couldn't manage so i had to get someone to help me out and it just the vibing and the chemistry that perpetuated through season two and three really started to die off a little bit since then and it's gotten to the point where it's just shouting between them and you know i i was always a level above jim and liam i know that and if you've listened to the podcast i think you know that too I mean, Jim just is riddled with self-doubt with everything he does. The amount of episodes we have to leave with his self-doubt is just shocking at this point. And the things he can say, oh, 
Liam, Liam has the opposite issue. Liam's, Liam's so confident in himself that he thinks that it's a good idea to make people listen to five minutes of a, of a, a drum beat that he's trying to do. And I just doesn't work for me, you know? And I think those two clash into each other. Whereas I can be that barrier, but I don't want to be. I'm at the stage in my career that's at least two or three rungs above where they are with their careers. And I think that's becoming more and more painfully obvious the more we tape on this charade that we're fucking fine in the podcast. I'm so sorry for swearing. Let me tell you that um, if I was to come on board with your organisation, the BBC, that is, that I would never uh, never befoul my tongue with such treachery. It's just what they do to me when I, when I think about working with those two. Um, I have a recording session coming up with them and I, I genuinely hope it will be my last one with them. My goodness, honestly. I don't know how we've sustained for three years. I don't, I don't, I don't even think you could call it sustaining some of this stuff. Liam's done six secret episodes, and there's not a modicum of creativity or intrigue in any of them. And Jim, for our three hundredth episode, just read emails that he he made them up. He actually just made them up. We had real emails. He didn't read any of them. He made them up because he thought it would be funnier. It was, but he didn't think so during the episode. And I know he's recorded that more than once, and it just, I can't, I can't. I'm going to move on. So, I'd like to give a couple of examples of when I've, I've, um, yeah, pushed forward in the podcast and really shone. Um, And because I've got multiple talents, like I say, I can do one that is, you know, within the group dynamic and one that's very much on my own dynamic. So I think when I shone most of all in the group dynamic was probably the uh, episode where, well, I think, I think, you know, when I've shone the most is... um, just the episode where we have to engulf the character, like the Owl's Nest episode, where me and Liam had to become big executives. Now, Liam, Liam's character, very much surface level. There wasn't much there. Um, in fact, some might say there was, uh, there was less there than previous in his character work. He actually managed to remove parts of his own character and not add anything to make a new character. It was was almost a skill in itself, whereas it really went nuanced. And while they're having a little laugh, and we were all having a laugh, um, I tried to embody an owl, a dragon, because it was an illegal rip-off of Dragon's Den, I will admit that now. Uh, Jim's ideas are pretty much a whole illegal knockoffs where we slightly change the name, um, but obviously, I, I just yeah maybe forget that because we changed enough to not get sued. But if you are going to sue the podcast, would you hire me first? Yeah, mm, forgot those interview. 
maybe I'll maybe I'll try just okay so in the I you know what it's fine it's fine honesty 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 I've been living the lie too much with this podcast and I just need to come forth and be honest so yeah in that I was I I took something engulfed me like and I became one of the owls, one of the investors. I became an investor. I got money out, stuck it next to me, and gave Jim money when he accepted. I physically handed it to him, and I was hoping that I'd get something back. And you know what? He's never once made a sock pair, like magnetic socks or anything. I don't know what he did with the money, but I'll never see it again. Um, the solo episode where I think I showed the most creativity, ingenuity, and just, well, let's not around the bush genius really would be the improvised musical that I wrote um, which is 45 minutes of me singing and creating a storyline on the fly and creating songs on the fly that I think you'll agree will turn out pretty good um, I'll, I'll send the links with the application to these episodes so you can see some of the range of what I've got to offer um, and I think that's where I'm really struggling to, to take myself down to the other guy's level um, yeah there's just they're they're not they they they're 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 a struggle uh, to be to be honest. Thanks uh, for that. So next, how in the, my strengths and uh, strengths and weaknesses when it comes to podcasting. Well, I think my biggest strength is just my ability to adapt to any situation. Um. Any situation that comes up that I am faced with, I will take on the chin and I will run with. And I'll I'll often come out the other end thriving. Um, you might see I've actually uh, just recorded a solo episode where I've written a bunch of skits that um, I tried to write myself into a hole and then push them out and... I mean, truly some of the most stunning podcast work you'll see because I've written them directly getting myself into the hole. And then, because I'm a writer, as I say, quite a talented one. Plays mainly, but I can do other mediums. I teach radio, which would be good for podcasts if you need someone to write for radio as well. And then you sort of funnel through into this sort of blockade and I've got to get us out the other end and complete the story. And um, the one about the little mouse and, mouse and the uh, tiger is is quite quite emotional, almost. I think it's it's not ha-ha funny, but it is ha-oh-funny. Oh, you know what I mean? Um, my biggest weakness is I always have too much to say. I always have to cut myself down. When you look at a recording of Tuna Boot, it's an hour and a half to two hours, and most of it's deft insight from myself and... When I listen to the cuts that Jim and Liam do, we obviously listen and approve each of the cuts before they go out, um, or I certainly do. I, I can't speak for the other two. That um, there is, yeah, there's, there's just something. You know, there's something quite upsetting when I hear their cuts. That I'm, often quite some of the most majestic lines that I've thrown into the atmos. Uh, I've, I've I've been lost and been cut. And I asked them about it, I go, why did you choose that? And they went, oh, it's just not funny enough. And I'm like, well, the rest of the episode isn't that funny either. Your bit about poop isn't funny, you know. I was speaking about, um, 
you know, about the importance uh, of in the feminist movement of uh, elder figures like Frida Kahlo. And you ju- you cut all that because you wanted to speak about a time you shat going down a hill. Like, you know, it's a, a time you pooped going down a hill. I'm so sorry. Every time I think of them, the 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 uh, swearies come back. The swearies come back, don't they? So that's that sort of yeah my weaknesses i definitely have too much to say i think that's fair to say and that's maybe almost saying a bit too much if you see if you see what i did there yeah that was good um uh your next section asked me what what do i what do i envision happening in the next five years and i think um, obviously, uh, I'll be on season five of my podcast, which I'll pitch to you in the last, uh, after these questions, uh, season five of that, obviously, um, I'll probably have a deal to jump on and write a couple of guest episodes here and there for other shows, podcasts, um, and I'll have replaced Gary Lineker on Match of the Day, um, and the fellow on Match of the Day too, as well, I reckon. Um, I want my face to be everywhere. And I think it deserves to be, and I think I've got the the power, the the uh, c- cleverness, and the in- ingenuity to do that. I also probably think I'll be on Taskmaster in five years, but that's Channel Four, and I don't know how you feel about that. But you know, I'll 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 be loyal. I'll be loyal, but can't say no to Taskmaster, you know what I mean? Like, I'll make sure it doesn't infringe on my working commitments with you, and that's the only thing I'll touch on on, on that dastardly Channel 4, let me tell you. <laughs> All right, so... Um, if I had to just chuck a few questions into the aura for you before we crack on to my idea for your new number one BBC Sounds podcast uh, and that's a that's a guarantee um, my first question would be uh, what is your expectation level when it comes to guest appearances will you give me enough to be able to get the people I want like the people I want onto Tuna Boot um, that I've never been able to get or will it be a case of I have to do a lot of sourcing myself um, will there be somewhere to edit and produce the podcast for me? Um, and if so, can I float a few names? Because I do know a couple of editors kicking about that might, you know, might help you. Um, Vivian Shorley comes to mind. And um, just uh, one of, one of, the, one of the, the, the lead singer from the editors as well. He's apparently very good at uh, production, podcast production. Uh, so that'd be good um and right yeah i um salary i'd like to know that and how many episodes per week will i be able to take holidays or is it sort of like a weekly weekly vibe thing uh how long do you envision a series being how long do i get to produce can i produce in chunks instead of just doing a weekly thing or does it have to be in the office every week recording a little bit? And can I get on to the breakfast show? Do you think you'll have me on question time as well? Um, I'd also like to do country file at one point. That'd be good. I've always imagined myself as a little bit of a country file. Um, 
and it's certainly one of the top shows that I haven't I haven't caught up with the latest decade of it, but it's I'm sure it's wonderful. Um, so yeah, I think that's everything. Um, let me just check. I think that's about everything with the with the um, yeah with the the uh, questions. So. Uh, I'll get on to my my pitch. Um, my background in podcasting has came very much from a music point of view. And you know what I think? There just isn't enough podcasts that take music to different locations. So I would like to um, cultivate a podcast where we find what music fits into what place. So imagine you're at a bakery. Now, if you're at a bakery and um, I like Big Butts by Sir Mix-a-Lot comes on, you might think it's a bit fun about butt bun. Maybe there's a couple of puns in there, but... Ultimately, it's jarring and it doesn't make you want a ciabatta. Whereas, if you put on, um, well, just off the top of my head, maybe, um, I'm thinking something cheery, but not overpowering, you know? Maybe, maybe something like Top Thumping by Chawamba Wamba, actually, that could work. That could work, because then you've got, like, the... Everyone's a bit uh, happy. Or uh, you get what you give by the new radicals. That's the one. That's the one, I think, actually, that you might get. Because it's inspiring. It's happy. Everyone knows it. Everyone's like, yeah, I've got this. I've got this tune in my head. Uh, I could could buy a second baguette. Uh, And that's what you want. You want a, a tune that upsells for you. Think um think about when you're selling a house. What do you want? Do you want the pervasive memory to be psychosocial by Slipknot? I think not. Uh, you want to give something. I think quite quite floaty, really, to get you to get you there. Maybe a bit of Birdie. Maybe Birdie's first album. Maybe Birdie's cover of. White Winter Hymnal by the Fleet Foxes could be uh, the perfect sort of background. It's nice, it's mellow. It chills you out and you want to feel relaxed coming into your new home. Do you see where I'm going with this? So I propose that I run a podcast where every week me and a guest will go into a new room and try and figure out, or a new place, and try and figure out what is the perfect piece of music that would fit there. Um, and then we can transition. Once we've done that for a while, we can transition to what room's the best place to watch Goodfellas. Because have you ever tried to watch Goodfellas in a bath? It's a bit off-putting. But if you watch Goodfellas um, in the billiard room of a country mansion, I think the effect will be greatly uh, intensified on that one. Um, yeah. I think... I want to stay true to my roots 
Um, I might write little sketches to go in between of people going into a bakery that's that's playing Lost Profits. Um, you know, what that what less the less said about that, the better. Uh, to be to be frank, I'm sorry I brought it up. Can or you know you don't want to uh, do uh, be walking into a play produced uh, a play a, a, a play for a, a a children's amateur dramatics group, and uh, they're playing Gary Glitter. Do you you know that's a bit off. It's not good. Feels a bit ooh not good. You want to have um, maybe. I don't know, Lana Del Rey. Not done anything wrong, has she? Probably not. I don't know. She was late for her glass to a set, wasn't she? Because uh, I'm up to date with current events as well. That's that's another thing you get with me. Um, I've I've not missed anything in the past. I, if you turned to me right now and went, oh, do you remember when this thing happened in 2000 and... 14. I'd go, yeah, I remember the headline that the sun put out, which was a pun, um, and then the Guardian headline as well, which was the, the only one I read, let me tell you. And I remember when the yellow banner came out, watching BBC News, the only news that lets you choose the news, <laughs> which, uh, which is how I find the news. Anyway, that's not important, but that's 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 me. Um, listen, I, I'm so thankful that you've given me the opportunity, uh, the the time to to show myself and the just the place, the presence and the space to to push forward in this way. If you have any questions for me, of course, as well. If you want to. Maybe get a bit. Maybe listen to a couple of get. I can. I can recommend you a couple of things I've been on. I can send you some of my writing, um, or of course, if you would like, um, a month today. I've actually got a play on at at the Fringe, um, called The Lady of the Loch, and tickets are on sale now. So if you would like to maybe come to that, see a bit of my writing on the stage, and see how that'll translate to, uh, uh. Uh, audio setting that'd be that'd be yeah you're more than welcome let me know and I'll get you some guesses because I can do as many of them as I want um I never have for anyone I know because you know I need their money but if I'm working with you I'll, I'll put some on the side um could you if you do want to come could you see if Robert Webb's free to come as well because I I would quite like to meet him um, or Matt Berry, or both of them. Um, yeah, anyone really. Uh, I mean, yeah, Phoebe could come, Phoebe Warbrick, if you want. But could she bring Martin McDonough? Uh, it's it's not. Uh, let's not call it a rider. Let's just call it a simple demand. Um, yeah. So I, well, I think it's. There's, 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 um, not, not too much for me to say, uh, left. Not much for, not, there's, there's not too much for me left. There's not much left to say for me. 
Now there's not too there's not too much left for me to say. That doesn't ever happen. I don't know why it's happened here. I'll cut that to in post. Uh, because I, I would, I'll let you know that I, I will edit this down a bit, but um, just for your own benefit, because uh, I know you'll get a lot of these, and I know people send them in raw, and I'll just, I'll clean it up, I'll clean it up a little bit just for you, because um, you know, I'm a, I'm a professional at the end of the day, always have been, always will be. Yeah. Um, Oh, I do have a follow-up. Do you expect me to do sponsorships? Because I will do any. I've been doing them for the better part of two years. Now we've always got little local independent businesses to sponsor the podcast or to give a shout-out to. And I tell you what, now I'd really like to uh, get some money from it. So anyone who can actually give me money, because like for, for the episode I just did, I had um, Ruby Red, Rosé, and Rhinestone Rhinoceroses. You couldn't make that up, honestly. It's ridiculous. Rosie Ray, uh, I can't even begin to remember it. It's that ridiculous. Um, the rest of the episode is stunning, though. It's just these bits at the top you have to do. Um, if we could do a clip, if I get, um, if uh, if I'm chose to come on board to do the whole sort of like like and subscribe thing that we could just cut into the start of each episode, that'd be good as well because it. It's not the authentic me that I want to be anymore. I'm happy to do it and drop it in there, but I prefer to have sort of like a sound clip. Can I also write the theme? Because I'm a musician as well. I'm very important. I'm very impressive. Ah, stuff like that. You know, I'm, 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 many, many, many facets to many, many belts, many loops in my belt. You know, um, and there's one more. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, this has been Dougal from Tunaboot. And this has been my audio recording of an interview for the BBC, BBC Sounds podcast division. Um, I sincerely appreciate the effort that is, that, uh, that you, you've put into reaching out to me. And I sincerely appreciate the opportunity and I wish you all the best in your search and I hope I hope this isn't the the last time we get to uh you know send a recording to each other if you if you get my drift. Uh yeah, yeah. Tap out, done. I don't have a sign off for this. I usually say uh, you're only a breath away from death, but I'm more than willing to change that up to whatever you know um and watch out next time because who knows what tune will fit in to your room. That was ace. Yep, yeah, cool. Happy. Just off the top of my head, that. Honestly, you don't know what you're getting. It's madness. <laughs>